Says the Gemara, Amr Biechen and Kankanim Shalev di Kechavim. Either Klicheres, probably Klicheres, maybe wooden barrels, Shalev di Kechavim, Jerziron Likivshan Haish, when you put them back into the fire, Kevenshan Nashru Zifasan, when the paint on the inside, when the coating on the inside, when the tar that they line the inside with, peels off, it's mutar. As we explain, it's not a symbol in and of itself. What that convinces us of is that the fire, which is coming from outside, successfully heated the walls to the degree that you can see evidence on the fire on the other end of the wall. So if the inside paint peels off, if the inside tar peels off, that shows that the fire penetrated the walls through and through, and that's, it expunged whatever bad may be in the walls, because if it got hot enough to heat the other side of the wall, you see how hot the fire is. Um, Rabashi Rabashi said, it doesn't even have to peel off if it like bubbles and it becomes soft. Even though it doesn't peel. That was the first part. Then the Gemara said, Kinsa. How about if you light the inside of the barrel on fire? Pligi barab acha v'ravina chad asr v'chad shari. It's machleks in ravach and ravina v'hilchasa kemanda asr. And we said, the halacha is like the mandamar that it's asr. So, we have over here a halacha of kashring that doesn't work. So Rashi says, the reason it doesn't work is we don't feel that it got hot enough. We don't feel that it got hot enough. So the question now is, the question now is, let's say somehow I could prove that the internal fire got hot enough. How could I prove that the internal fire got hot enough? Well, says Taisvis, the same way in reverse. Just like if you lit the fire from the outside wall and it was hot enough to melt paint off of the inside wall, that's a raya that the fire went into the walls through and through, that it caused it to be able to be peeled. So that shows that the fire went through the walls. It wasn't just the surface heat. It was mamish. It heated the internal heat of the walls to the degree that it caused the other side to get hot. If... You can touch the outside of the barrel and it's Yadse lettuce, but your hand recoils, then obviously the fire from inside is hot enough. And that is one day in Tysus. That's one day in Tysus. The Rabbeinu Al-Khanan in Tysus says, no, we're always afraid you're going to be too gentle on your barrel. Which means you need to be ruthless when you kosher. And since you're afraid the barrel's going to pop, we're afraid you're not going to maintain the heat for long enough. You're going to take it away. So Rabbanan Asers, Rabbeinu Elchanan Asers, Taisus Maters, if the fire is hot enough through and through, and the Shulchan Arach Paskins, that that is okay. That's the first part of Taisus. Then Taisus says, how about, how about the classic methods of koshering? Can you kosher with Hagola and or Irui? Now let's let's get these terms straight. We're going to talk about them hopefully a lot. Hagala means boiling water, but you immerse it in boiling water. So if you've ever been to the Shul basement before Pesach, they have that huge 
pot going, that is Hagala Lukuliama. That's classic Hagala. Because, because it's A, boiling water, and B, it's Al Ha'ish. It's Al Ha'ish. So you have over there everything you need. It's Hagala, Al Ha'ish. So all Rishayinim hold that that works to kasher unless something literally touches fire. So you can't kasher a barbecue grill that way. You can't kasher a, um, a shish kebab, a skewer that way, because those things go mamish on the fire. But anything that doesn't go on the fire can be kashered that way. Is that, boiling water not on fire? Oh, uh, so... On a hot plate or something. Okay, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't care what the source of heat is. Electric oh, stuff, yeah. Fire, no, 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 no. It's, it's a boiling pot on the source of heat. So that's called Hagol and Eclerician, and that for sure works. Let's say, A, you remove that from the Eclerician. That is called Hagol not on the Aish. And if you pour that onto something, that is called Irui. So the question is, does Irui work over here? Tysus brings one day that Irui does work in this, in this barrel. And then Tysus goes on to say, and not only Irui one day on every inch of the barrel, even Irui and shaking it around. So Tysus brings such a day. Now, obviously, you can, you can see from here how important this is. For instance, when you kasher your sink, or until you, until you started getting a lot of kashers to do it, when you kasher your sink before Pesach. So for me, the hardest part was, the hardest part was hitting each part of your sink on the fly, like whoosh, straight with, with a torrent of water. Because like this, if you go like Tysus, you're fine. You know, because the, the steam is rising. You don't see what you're doing. If you could go like Tysus and just pour it on the edge and let the water go everywhere, then that's fine. So this Tysus that's matir, to just pour, to just pour on the, on the barrel and then shake it around like Tysus says, that would be amazing. Because then you could kasher your sinking countertops without this fear, without this like obsession, did I hit it from the first shot? Meaning, line me by like the Ramban. Let me buy like the Ramban that requires you irui in the Hagala al ha'esh that pouring water on your sink would not work. The 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 if you go like the Ramban, which a lot of people do, that's what you have to do is you have to fill your sink up with boiling water, and then drop like a hot wrench or a hot rock into your sink and cause it to boil over. That's Hagala of a klirishan on the source. That's the most, that's the best way to do it, short of a blowtorch. If you do the pouring method, that's Iroi, and you go like Tysus, that you need to hit everything on the fly, then you have to be like splashing every inch like a hundred times on the fly. If you go like this third level in Tysus, then it doesn't even have to hit it on the fly. It could hit it on like the, like the rebound, and that would be fine. All of these dais are in this Tysus Kinsa, because this is where Tysus handles. Do you need the, the heat originally from the inside? Can you use a raya that it hit the outside? Could Hagala work? Could Hagala work by being Meshafshef the water? All of these things are in this Tysus. One other idea discussed in this Tysus is Klipa. We're dealing with a wooden barrel. So for instance, 
Last night I saw this meat board. I, I didn't partake. This meat board that I'm telling you is for me to, to you, to Avi and Mike. Azam meat board. Now, now let's say I saw that used on you know in a restaurant depot type of thing, a used. Because the, the, the Stam meat boards, like the brand name ones, like those thick ones, booze, they're expensive. Shall's look for a, a six square feet meat board. Let's say I buy it off of a guy. Trey, can I sand it down and then use it? That's called klipa. Klipa literally means peeling the thinnest layer. So if you get a sander, if you get a sander and take a meat board that's treif and you shave it down, would that work? So if irui works, anywhere irui works, and Iroi means pouring hot water, not Hagal. Sanding doesn't do the job Hagala does, but sanding would do the job that Iroi does. Anytime Iroi would work, Shulchan Aruch Paskin's Bedi Iroi works, and the Shulchan Aruch Paskin's Bedi Eved Klipa works. So you're worried about the, the porousness of the wood and a simple sanding would be good enough? Yes. If anytime time, you know, the, the Svara being, Iroi doesn't go deeper than sanding would. Iroi is skin deep. Sanding is skin deep. Iroi doesn't go deeper than sanding would. So if Iroi works, sanding would work. Klipa would work. Okay. That is that is that thesis. Now, let's go right. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Ibayelahu. Can you put beer into the barrel? Now, some Rishonim, some Rishonim learn that beer, due to the bitter nature of the hops, would kasher the barrel, like we found before when it came to herring, like Seer and Murius are able to kasher the barrel due to their Due to their acidic nature, due to their the, the, the salt's um, um, corrosive nature, so the salt has a nature to get into the pores and mamish destroy it. Some Rishonim learn that that's the shaila here. Does the bitterness of the hops act in such a fashion it can kasher the barrel? That is not how Tysus learns. Tysus learns. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not talking about kasher. I'm talking about can you drink the beer? You put beer in a barrel that has tray for wine. Maulitin Lasekha Shekhar, Rav Nachman Vermihuda Asri, Virava Shari, and that is the halacha. Rava said it's mutter. Rava said it's mutter, says the Tini Taisus, first wide line. Shara Lamirma Bashekra, Oimarid Huadin Mayim Vachol Shar Mashkin Levad Miyayim. This is the Tais we've discussed in the past that Every mashke is nice and tam lefgam with wine. So therefore, wine, as trefet is as it is, if it gets mixed into any other liquid, it's nice and tam lefgam, and it is kosher. It is fine. Okay, now, huh? This is from the major, from the major um, rice that you could. I don't know if you're around when we did it the first time. This is from the major rise that you could. 
um, the case to be made against this, you would have to start saying, like Rashi before, that no, that it's not nice in Tom of Gam and all Mashkim. And then you would have to go, go from that way. But no, it's like, if you go with this, you're fine. Okay, now the question is, we asked this question, if you're allowed to drink the beer, for instance, Ravina he permitted him to go, not once he did it, he permitted him to put beer in wine barrels. Asks the Rishayim, and we discussed this once before, I'm just going to say another tarots now. Ask the Rishayim, isn't this mevatlin iser lechatchila? Which means you have wine, you have barrels saturated with wine. You're putting in beer lechatchila. Aren't you being mevatlin iser lechatchila? So the first answer we answered was, since your intention was to kasher the barrel or to store something in the barrel, it's not l'chadchila to be mavatal, and therefore it's mutter. Um, actually, I told Yanki this morning, the Ramah brings that it is usher to do this on purpose. The Gra says because it's a problem of ein mavatl and l'chadchila. So, no, so yes, that is a tarot in Rishayinim, that you're able to, to do this, even though you're being involved, since that's not your kavana. Whether we paskin like that, it's a machlekes in the paskin. The Ramah brings one day that it's not good, and the Gros says, because is But the Ran brings another teretz from Rabbeinu Yoyna, which is an incredible teretz. The Rabbeinu Yoyna says, when something is so minuscule that it could never be a problem, you're allowed to be mavatal at l'chadchila. Which means, when you're dealing with something that sometimes it will trafe up the mixture, sometimes it won't trafe up the mixture, then we say it is aser, a mavatal at l'chadchila. When you're dealing with something that no matter what will become bottle any next time you put something in it. For instance, the, the, the Paiskin discuss, let's say your wife has a huge pot. Like, you know, like she makes like a huge soup in that pot. And by accident, someone put in a little bit of milchiks. Now, right now, it's not bottle. But there is never a time your wife uses that pot that whatever amount she'll put in won't be mavatal what's there. You're allowed to be mavatal at l'chadchila. That, that the Paiskim says, that when you're mavatlin, that when the iser is so minuscule, that no matter what you are going to mix in, it will be batal. You're allowed to be mavatal that isra l'charchila. So, so the Shulchan Aruch paskins this in Kuf Chav Hey, Kuf Hey, and Sadi Tes Eis Zayin. The Hecha, the Efsher she Yoveli Deinasinas Tam. Not that chant. The Hecha she Efsher she Yoveli Deinasinas Tam. So you have here a Rabbi Yoyna, which is a major heter, and it's Gepaskint in Shulchan But this is a great example of good heterim never survive. If you ever learn a sugya from the Gemara until the Paiskim, somewhere along the line, the heter gets ruined. And this is a great example. So we have a kasha. Says Rabbi Yoyna, 
when it's minuscule and it can never come to a problem, you're allowed to specifically purposely be mavatal. Since when, because something is no sense on the we say that's being mavatal at Isra. Isra's still there, you're just, just no sense on the film. Not for now, the lumness of Nais and Tam of Gam is a dim bitl. Because it's not Nais and Tam of Shavach, so it becomes bottle. It's not Nikr So, so the, and the Machaber Paskins this. The tour, the tour said no. And the tour brought a great riot. The tour brought a great riot, is he? Any pot that hasn't been used in 24 hours is Nisan Tam Lufgam. So, are you allowed to use a trafe pot 24 hours or more after it got trafed up? No. Because you're right. Right now it's right now it's Nisan Tam Lufgam. And right now, Tam that's Nisan Tam Lufgam is bottle. But we say we don't want you doing that because you're going to confuse it. So says the Torah, any time a pot hasn't been used in 24 hours, you're technically allowed to use it for anything. You could use a milchik pot for fleshiks after 24 hours. You could use a treif pot for kosher after 24 hours. You could use a chametz pot for, for it's not chametz ben. You could use a chametz pot after 24 hours for, for Pesach. It's always mutter. Nothing bad can happen after 24 hours. Yet, we ask her in all these cases. I don't want you to use it because you may come to use it in less than 24 hours. So says the Torah, Eim Lecha, Eim that can't come to fruition greater than a pot more than 24 hours old. You will never find a case that something is more bottle, more mutter than a pot after me'eslase, then a 24-hour-old pot. And yet, we find it's usher to use a pot more than 24 hours. So, says the Torah, I don't buy it. If something is usher, you are not allowed to use it l'chadchila. If you do, maybe it's bottle. But you are not allowed to be mavat l'chadchila. You're not allowed to, you're allowed to use l'chadchila, no matter how mutter it is, because I don't want you getting involved in this. Therefore, says the Torah, no. No. Just because something is minuscule and can never come to fruition, can never become sizable enough to become usher, just because you have something like that, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but it is us. Okay, so we have Machlikas Tor and Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch says, if it's teeny, that it can never come us, or you're allowed to use it. The Tor says, if it's, if it's um, uh, too small, I don't care, you're still not allowed to use it. Says both the Shachlikas, <coughs> it's us, or I'm passing it like the Tor. And there goes a good header. So the Shach and the Taz reject the Psak of the Shulchan Aruch in favor of the Psak of the Torah, even in a situation that nothing can come of it. Even if no Israel, like for instance, a pot that's more than 24 hours old, nothing can happen wrong. 
Nothing can happen bad. When you have a pot that there's some teeny amount of treif in it, and the amount your wife cooks in that pot will always be mavato, nothing bad can happen. Paskin, the shach, and the taz, you're not allowed to use al khachila. If you use it with the ever, of course it's batal. But you're not allowed to use al khachila and bisemicham bital because ain't mavat when this al khachila, even when nothing bad can happen. And there goes a good hatter. Let's just do one more little gemara. So he permitted him to put beer in a wine barrel. Also, Rama Bechamra. He messed up. He put wine in. So, of course, the wine is usher. But do we learn a lesson from this? Do we say, listen, I thought I could trust you. I told you you could put in beer because beer would be mutter. I told you no wine because wine would be usher. You messed up. You put in wine. I'm a rabbi. The next guy that asks me, could I put in beer, do I let him? Do I say, no, no, this is too risky. People just mess up. Or do I say, no, no. People, so one guy messed up doesn't mean other people mess up. Says the Gemara, Omar akroi lechosh lechosh Omar akroi ba'almahu. It's just an accident. And just because there was a mess up once, we don't have to change our stance. And the Paiskim used this. For instance, if a person forgot to make an Erev Tafshilin, what do they do? Same on the Rabbi's Erev Tafshilin. Do we say, after you mess up once, you can't make an Erev Tafshilin anymore? No. Go back to making an Erev Tafshilin. The Paiskim bring this Truma Sedeshin brings. A guy, which is, by the way, the best Eitzah, guy's not going to be home one night of Hanukkah. He's traveling. He's traveling back from a meeting or a chasen in New York. He's going to get back at 2 a.m. He asks his wife to light neighbors for him. A fine Eitzah. His wife forgets to light neighbors for him. What do we say? Do we say, listen, you can't do that anymore. You see, it's just not, she messed up. You can't do that anymore. Or do we say, no, she messed up once. You could rely on her again. The Pais can bring from this Gemara that just because someone messes up once, we don't change our stance and we allow it to happen again. Okay, we'll stop here.